everybody, it's Matt from The Discussion 5. That's right, your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at The Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team, everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team and some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And, of course, every team, everywhere. Hi everybody and welcome to episode 51 of the Discussion 5. We finally got our our big 5-point discussion coming today on uh, the 5 better points of the season where we wish coronavirus had ended it. Uh, I guess uh, just really for Red Wings fans that... um, that can be interpreted in so many different ways. But uh, we are the Brothers of Discussion here to talk to you, Detroit Red Wings Hockey. Uh, we're here to talk about the five most pressing matters of the Detroit Red Wings. And obviously at this point, uh, there are very few pressing matters. Uh, but we are now only coming to you every Monday morning uh, during the uh, COVID-19 shutdown uh, of the NHL. So a lot less to talk about. And uh, I think frustrations were beginning to show, not only across the network, but especially through... Uh, the discussion five last week, and uh, as Mike pointed huh? out on our, as Mike pointed out on our other show, that might be why uh, everything got shut down. Uh, <laughs> the things we were saying last week. So, uh, if you want to keep up with us uh, now that we're only uh, going to be coming to you on, on uh, Monday mornings, uh, I am at Clinkmet. Uh, my brother is at Michael underscore Clink on Twitter and the hockey uh, podcast uh, t- uh, Twitter account. The uh, for this is at bod hockey uh but if you want to keep following along with our silly hijinks go to brothers of discussion our wrestling podcast that is uh found at bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com uh we are on twitter as at bod podcast we have a joint instagram account brothers underscore of underscore discussion that does red wings and pro wrestling and then we have our live wrestling discussion group that is organically growing uh we're almost at the half thousand mark that'd be 500 and we're not at 500 either we're almost there uh (laughs) now uh i mentioned the hockey podcast network before find every team everywhere at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com and at hockeypodnet as i mentioned at the top of the show in our little ad uh we have uh every you know uh, it's every hockey team but there's also tales with tr ice analytics podcast and um that uh the new podcast i mentioned last week fuck uh I got to write that down in the notes. Uh, but yeah, check out HockeyPodcastNetwork.com and at HockeyPodNet uh, to get all the updates there. And of course, uh, still running is our Tankathon and Cool Hockey Contest. If uh, you want to go to at HockeyPodNet and post your Tankathon simmed uh, draft lottery. Uh, so you are going to keep simming draft lotteries on Tankathon until you get one that you think will actually happen, which is kind of weird to, to have that thought that you think like a percentage draw 
Like, this is most likely to happen, because then you would just pick all the percentages top to bottom. Anyway, uh, you're going to take a screenshot of your 15-team outcome. Send it over to HockeyPodNet on the uh, respective posts for this uh, contest, and then uh, you could win a $200 Cool Hockey gift card if you can match up all 15. So you only get one entry, but uh, you can sim that sucker as many times as you like. Uh, So let's talk some kind of Red Wings hockey. Woo! All right. So uh, as I teased the last, uh, I guess for the last week now, we're going to talk the five different points in the season that suspending the season would have been more beneficial to Red Wings fans. And uh, you could actually, the Red Wings have been teasing out some of those points uh, because, Mike, they're they're replaying uh, of our 17 wins this season. Uh, They're replaying three wins this week, which I just, I think is so cute because you got to figure that uh, the content from those, uh, for most of the season, they they finish the game, somebody takes the tape, throws it into a metal dumpster, and then burns that dumpster to the ground. So there's only so many games to pick from anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, those 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 17 games uh, will be easy to to pick through for the uh, the Fox Sports Detroit See, crew. Now I now I disagree. This is uh, whew. My first thought here in the COVID episode, man, I disagree. Um, a lot of Red Wings games, it felt like we were up like one nothing, or it was two to one, and then there would be that ugly barrage of seven, eight, sometimes nine goals in a span of ten seconds. Um, I think if you just, uh, you know, kind of old Yellard or um, like Avengers Infinity War, if you just if you just turn it off before the snap, like things are going really well, you know, Thor. Gets his new axe. He comes down, just wrecks some ships. Um, yeah. Get really close to winning the battle. And then, you know, uh, uh, stupid Chris Pratt, you know, punches Thanos in the face and screws up the whole plan. So if you turn it off right before that punch, we almost got this off. You know, that's the Red Wings. They're right so there. Do you think there's there's an opportunity here if the Red Wings have to just keep replaying games that uh, they just, like, end the games at the second period mark so like we're up by a goal and then we just never see the third period we never see what happens where everything goes to shit <laughs> yeah i don't know if you know i don't know if in the budget in the salary cap era here if we can afford to get paul rudd but i think we could definitely get that rat to walk across the time machine and we can go quantum and maybe just stop some of these games before they you know oh. the shit hits the fan oh yeah so yeah i think we could bring in that rat is like a special correspondent to help us out i think we're i think that's all we need well, I did. Uh, I I wanted the Red Wings Twitterverse to take uh, a trip through time, uh, Mike, through the past twenty three years, or or would we say twenty four, ninety six, ninety seven, ninety seven, ninety eight. Anyway, um, go back twenty three years, Mike. Would you say goodbye to one Stanley Cup of those four that we've experienced to be a playoff contender starting next season? And for the next 10 years. So you get to, you, your memories are gone. It, the, it's your C-3PO at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Your memories wiped. You'll never remember that Darth Vader actually created you. <laughs> you lose a Stanley Cup. It's gone forever. But starting next season, you get to know going in that, oh my God, we're going to contend for the playoffs next year. And for the next 10 years. It could be longer, but you're guaranteed 10 years. So in the snap, we lose one of our cups, but 
um, in the new future where there's whales swimming in the Hudson, the Red Wings are Stanley Cup contenders. Right. In this new, better world where nobody goes outside. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed success or pretty good for 10 years. And here's here's an extra uh, caveat. Like, let's let's do that in this world, right? So there is a very small chance that the NHL never comes back. So you take away that memory. You take away that memory of us winning a Stanley Cup, and you run the risk that the NHL never oh, returns. Wow. Sure, the percentage of that is super low, but that is a that's an added caveat that um, you we will be competitive if the NHL ever comes back. Okay, so that's okay. So that 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 helps me out a little bit because originally I was like, you know, you know, the sport's gonna come back. Why would you take away a guaranteed cup for ten years of mediocrity? You know, but you're saying now in this other version of history that you're writing right now, you're guaranteeing the NHL comes back as we knew it. Plus it, plus a team. I. I guess I would say one of the red wings. Would you selfishly keep one of your stupid Stanley cups or bring the NHL back for everybody to enjoy? Oh, well that, I mean, no, that was a good Stanley cup. I don't know. Are are you, are you judging this now just based off of, are you saying just that? Are you changing it completely? Or are you still, cause I, I feel like for a red wings fan, like that 10 years of competitive playoff hockey, like that's yeah, well, right? isn't that just juicy? making sure? I was, it's hard not to nitpick, but you want to be very sure about what you're getting into here. This commitment, man, this is a big deal. All right, one guaranteed cup in the past, or the NHL comes back as is, or as was, plus a team in Seattle, and we're competitive for the for ten years in a row. But like you said, what if the NHL just never comes back? So here's here's how I. What if feel. the coronavirus mutates this summer? <laughs> right. So Sorry, I, was, I, I was watching that Dustin Hoffman movie. Uh, it's on Netflix. Outbreak. Uh, it's about yeah. a disease um, that outbreaks and yeah. that potentially could kill all of the United States. Right. So you're just filling your days with hope, essentially, is what you're saying. <laughs> So I, I I actually told you I've been watching like a Bug's Life and I watched The Natural. Uh, you you're like how how do according to Hollywood? Yeah, according to Hollywood. What do the history books say? The Hollywood history books. Um, uh, I mean, this so, book, uh, this movie was not uh, based in reality because it ends with Dustin Hoffman in a helicopter chase to save the small city in California. So I, I figure that's how coronavirus will end. <laughs> now I I say Mike. We're moving. We're moving forward, right? We can't. Yeah. We can't always. Uh, going back to uh, Disney references, you got to put the past behind you. <laughs> so I, Akuna Matata, Mike. Unless um, it's Emperor I, Palpatine. I'm taking. Yeah. I'm taking ten years starting next season, and the Stanley Cup. I will say goodbye to. Uh, let's. Oh man, it is pretty nice having back-to-back cups and that 2002 team to have that. It's like one of the best hockey teams ever. But then I also love the tw- the 2008 Stanley Cup because I get a, a Pavel Datsuk, you know, kind of Datsuk, Lidstrom, Zetterberg. Like that's I think in, in my wheelhouse is like yeah. the core that I was I was growing up with. So I, Mike, I'm gonna take away two Stanley Cups in a row. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna keep ninety six, ninety seven, and ninety seven, ninety eight is gone, and we have ten years of competitive hockey on our way. And I don't know why I don't know why you would go uh, any other direction to be honest because we're we're already moving forward. Let's, Let's you, do this. you still get three other cup memories, right? I think we could undo the 96-97 cup. Okay. Um cuz then maybe we don't have a weird celebration that ends in the end of the career of Konstantinov. Oh, okay. Yep, you made it better. <laughs> um there's no none of that, so he's totally okay. Uh, the Red Wings go forward with a couple Hall of Famers on the blue line. Couple of Hall of Famers, not not a couple of pretty good guys, not a couple of top top not a couple sixes, haters. not a couple of top fours, not a couple of top twos. Couple of fucking Hall of Famers going forward for 20 years. Uh, and Lindstrom and Constantinov, uh, 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 and then you still get 90s. 98 you still get 02 which was my favorite new york yankee stanley cup of all time where we just bought everybody hashik hall robitaille come on in you're all you're all signed you're getting a you're getting a contract you're getting a cut come on we're all playing um and then we can't lose my beloved 018 because we had hosa okay i still put on a pedestal um and then it killed me that he won the cup the next year with the guy the other team that we were playing in the finals. So I'm not losing 08. We, 02 was too fun. Like, it, it was too funny in the history of the NHL. I think that was a cup that people turned and looked at each other and said, all right, we should have a salary cap because this is, this is, this is bullshit. But for us, selfishly, um, you know, it was really fun. And yeah, then, it's, it you know, 97, like- 97, you sacrifice too much. So 98. Yeah, that I mean that 2002 team. I was gonna say goes down even on ESPN lists as the greatest hockey team put together, or at least I one of them. What, so, what line uh, was Brett Hall on? Was he on the second or third line? Yeah, I mean it's always tough to say which oh one of those God. lines was <laughs> for second or third. <laughs> um, so let's let's do this, Mike. Uh, we're finally gonna do it. Let us count down. Uh, and and I'm we've got some context here, but let us count down the. Five uh, different points in the season that suspending the season would be more beneficial to Red Wings fans. All right. So, uh, <laughs> Mike, number five. I picked February 9th. We end the season after the two to nothing. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We go two and zero against Boston. And Boston has to go the rest of the, the rest of the year without getting that opportunity to redeem themselves. I just, I, I think this is more or less just me hating on Boston. So I, I, I love this because we get to walk away with Bernier at a 975. And like, honestly, how, how is that not a happy ending to the season with the Red Wings uh, going 2-0 and against Boston, really shutting them down, or Bernier at least shuts them down on February, February 9th. And then, uh, you know, Boston has to somehow uh, go months possibly before the playoffs come back to to finally see their team redeem themselves in some way i mean they do get to sit there and say uh you know yeah well we're going to the playoffs and you guys aren't uh probably winning a president's trophy and you guys aren't uh but for for detroit we get to say we beat probably one of the strongest teams in the league this year probably top cup contender not a playoff contender cup contender and uh and yeah and and we probably 
we probably didn't deserve to win those games, uh, considering how far we got outshot. But we walk away two and zero. I just you know, and it's on national TV. Uh, it, it all it all works. It all adds up. And and to me that that is the number five better time uh, to end the season. Uh, you know, it's always. You know, it's fun to tug on Superman's cape. It's 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 fun to spit in God's face. And I think you're right on the money with February 9th. I love the idea. Um, let me actually do you one better here. Because uh, I do... What was the date of the Red Wings' loss to Boston? Because can we, can we have the NHL season stop the 15th. like five minutes before that game goes on? Because then they would stew about it, finally be on the day to get their revenge and then it never gets to come to fruition yeah that, i mean that would be that would be fun as well <laughs> <laughs> so then they gotta stew about it until you know coronavirus the covid19 is over who knows you, how long you, that's gonna be you want them to go through all those heavy practices where they're like we are gonna kick the shit out of these fucking red wings who do they think they are like just <laughs> a whole week just of practice like a dark that... word of like, uh, you know, toothless pictures of Bertuzzi smiling. You know, right. you know they're shooting <laughs> hockey pucks at it. <laughs> There's Jimmy Howard with his, uh, you know, 622 safe percentage. And they're like, God, just get us in the rink with Howard. Come on. They're just firing so, pucks at it. Yeah, that's, they're, that's they're their playing. Goal. They're not, they're, you know, he, Bernier is, he's that, he's that specter. He's just that. That evil thing that's just always behind you, you know. They, they can't, they couldn't do it. I mean, they got their chance. But if we, if we cancel the season properly, Matt, it would just haunt them all the way <laughs> through till next season. Yeah, that um, that would be that. Never look, never look past the game that you're playing. But they would look a week ahead. Just mark it on, circle it on the calendar. That's it. All right. So, Mike, uh, number number four. You on think the list. that real quick, uh, yeah, Matt. Uh, Line change question here. Do you think between losing those first two games to the Red Wings, like in the Boston locker room, you, you couldn't even order like hot wings without like the other players like turning and did you say wings? I you know, well, you know, I was what gonna you, get lunch for everybody. You don't say that word. You what do, what that do you word. mean they're hot? <laughs> they don't have a hot streak. What are you saying? No, right. I well it's hot, spicy wings. <laughs> anyway. Matt, um, <laughs> another one I really like that you did, and it's one I would have put on the list too, is uh, if they just stopped the season one game earlier. Yeah. And, um, and this goes back to uh, what we talked about, I think maybe a week ago, but those other those other opportunities uh, for playoffs, right? Or maybe this was the last episode. Uh, but we talked about it was how... definitely how to... the last episode, because I okay. remember the rabbit hole. I took the whole show down. Yeah. <laughs> How, how could the playoffs turn out? And when I mentioned that everybody would be in the playoffs except for the Red Wings, it was because of this reason, <laughs> that we are the only team mathematically eliminated from the playoffs right now um, if they continue to play out the rest of the season. So, you just brought that up because you wanted me to have a Popsky two episodes in a row. Right. <laughs> so if we ended the season one game earlier, we wouldn't be mathematically eliminated. There's... There's just an account. All right, everybody into the playoffs. Okay. <laughs> New Jersey. Yep, right this way. Ottawa Senators. Do, 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 do. Yep, come on in. Red Wings. Oh, hold on here. Looks like we're doing it. Everybody mathematically eliminated. So let me crunch the numbers. Do, do, do. Huh? That's weird. Hmm. Hey, 
Joe, come here. Look at this. Yeah, I crunched the numbers. Uh, there's there's one team who's not in. Wow. Well, uh, ooh, this is awkward. Uh, let me get my manager because uh, it looks like you're not allowed to play. Um, I love that so much. Um, so, yeah, like you said, we would have ended on a two-game winning streak, Matt. We would have mathematically still been in the playoffs, kind of. So here, here's the added bonus, Mike. Yes. We actually end the season on a two-game winning streak with against the Blackhawks, who, in my dying breath, I think will still include I hate Chicago. And talk about going two and zero against the bees before uh, you know before we lose uh, mid February, we would have ended the season with a five to four dramatic shootout victory over the Tampa Bay, the streaking <sighs> Tampa Bay Lightning. I know. So yeah, much. We broke, we broke our lightning record. <laughs> I mean, like so many good things to happen if this had just happened one one game earlier, and I, I really. So here's here's the flip side, right? Because uh, we talked about this in the last episode. So I, I have to remind everybody that this caveat of us not being allowed in the playoffs if they did. Yeah, yeah. Do I let me let me say this? Do I actually think they're going to do every team in the playoffs? No. I've actually uh, some of the other things I've seen are just 24 teams make it in. So then that uh, it, was, it was so confusing. We were talking about how do teams that are so close to the bubble but have played less yeah. games? How do they get in? No, you just do 24 uh <laughs> so we're still eliminated but if they did do every team and we were the only team not allowed because we're mathematically eliminated we would get that first pick so it's it's still or at least i, I guess at the very least we hold on to that 18.5 percent for lafreniere which i don't that's a whole nother conversation for another episode is uh is everything going to shake out the way it's supposed to with uh, the season? I think what we're going to have to do is draft. fire up the, the NHL 20 on the PlayStation. Yeah. And uh, kind of have this game where it's the Detroit Red Wings versus a bunch of Seattle guys, and they all have like five overalls, and see if the Red Wings can win 32 to nothing. Oh, boy. I think that's we're going what down the people this. want. That's what they want. <laughs> we're going to put it on Instagram, Instagram videos. Uh, it's going to be a big hit. Uh, moving on before Matt strangles me yep. uh, remotely here. Uh, another another good point here. Uh, December third to stop the season. Uh, come on, COVID, help us out, Jesus. Uh, could have been this, is, this one's complicated. On third, yeah. So, so the reason Matt wanted to do it here, and it makes it makes a little bit of sense. Matt this, was this looking might've... at the he's looking this at might've... the standings. He's looking at the Red Wings roster. He's looking at those hat. <laughs> Tasty draft picks. And Matt's like, okay, so San Jose, one point out of a wild card spot. Then they lose five to two to the Washington Capitals. And San Jose, as we all know, at that time, they need a goaltender. And Detroit technically had two of them. There's two guys whose jobs were technically goaltenders. So we trade with San Jose before they completely take. And we are able to get a couple more draft picks. And then um, uh, we maybe we keep Eric Comrade. Who knows? And then... Next season, we go in. We got two cheap goaltenders giving us opportunity. Make some more trades. Then we go to the deadline, eat some dead contracts, and then we get even more draft picks. And we just keep getting draft picks and draft picks and draft picks and draft picks. And who knows if these guys pan out, but we get a lot of draft picks. So I would have sold it completely differently <laughs> instead of making me like Dustin Hoffman from another movie. 
Uh, I thought hey, this made actually, a lot of sense. Actually, you know, <laughs> um, it's that complicated. Was good, that was a good. That was a. That was a good line. Okay, I'm gonna give you a credit for that one. <laughs> Look here. Here's me selling this. I. I. I, I, was, I hope I that people are. Is Dustin Hoffman from The Graduate? I don't know what you were talking about. So. If if M- San Jose, Mister M- San Jose, I think you're trying to seduce me. Like that's, that's what I think was happening here. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be Mister Eiserman. It would be Mister Eiserman. Yeah. Damn it! If you made San it Jose, twice, you win. If but San you, Jose, man, the only way you win this one Jesus. is if you do a Dustin Hoffman. I can't. <laughs> Neither can I. I just did a terrible one. I just said his line. All right, here we go, Matt. Full throttle. No, no practice. He's never done this before. And he's going to try and get seduced by Steve Eisman. Ready? And away. Matt goes. Mr. Eisman, I think you're trying to seduce me. So if San Jose is one point out of a wild card spot, (laughs) the argument here is that they're still telling themselves we can win this year. Yeah. And then they, they, so what they had done at this point, so I had to pick, I had to pick this part of the season because they were still close to a playoff spot because they had just gone on a huge winning streak and then they lose because of their shitty goaltending, five to two. So all of this made so much. Like once I started putting it together and I had this idea, that's when I started thinking. You know, not only are we going to be able to trade with San Jose, uh, and and give them one of our goaltenders and possibly get a draft pick, um, we also are, are at this point in the season where we were picking up Eric Comrie. How likely are we to get rid of him? Uh, you know, when Jimmy Howard's already off the team, which is the whole reason we, we dropped him again. And and we've made the argument that Eric Comrie wasn't going to answer all of our, our, our needs in the future. But that's where I came to this idea that, you know what, we have cheaper goaltenders going into next year, which means <laughs> you, you made me sound like an insane person um, that we would have more money to, to throw around. I like, you make me sound like an insane person or having a problem, but there's a lot that went into this that would have this so, all make sense. There's a lot of cutout pictures of magazines on Matt's wall for this one. There's a lot of yarn, a lot of but yarn, a lot of magazine pictures. If we but, have those 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 uh, cheaper contracts, like I said, we take on more dead contracts like we did at the trade deadline, and boom, more draft picks. Do they need to be first picks so or first of, rounders? A little bit of the opposite of my favorite line from The Dark Knight. Remember when that guy's like, no more dead cops. But Matt's like, we want more dead contracts. Because there's yeah. usually draft picks attached. And then exactly. sit back down and listen to somebody go, I am the Batman. I, it's a winning strategy. Trust me. Matt, it all makes sense. But it was a lot to digest. It was... But it, it was a whole paragraph. Uh, um, Matt, I think another interesting spot here to potentially stop the Red Wing season was when we were leading the league at three and one. My God, how that was a long, that was a long, long time ago. <laughs> Woo! Uh, Matt, we had one of the best players in the entire league at that time, and Anthony Mantha. He was gonna. He was gonna lead the league in points. Uh, the Rocket Richard had his his goals. Mantha name all over it. Um, goals, goals. <laughs> Not we were points. Second in the division, Matt. Uh, <laughs> my God, we would have been in the playoffs. Mathematically, we would have been in. 
Yep. Uh, we would, who would we have been playing at that time, Matt? Well, it's the that's why this is so juicy and sweet. So you got you got to sell it, Mike. You got to put some oomph in it. So you got Manta winning the rocket. You've got us finishing second in the division, and who does that make us go up against? The bees, who we have a winning record against this year. They can't beat us. So immediately, unlike the Toronto Maple Leafs, who struggle to get past the Boston Bruins year after year, the Red Wings go to Boston. Actually, we have home ice advantage. We have home ice advantage. So we don't even need, we we only have to worry about three games in Boston, if that, uh, since we'll be, you know, taking the first two, then we lose one, and then we'll take the next two. So we win game five in Detroit. The Red Wings, who are one of the worst teams of all time, after the season ends, after four games, we <laughs> get to play the Bruins, uh, and we win those 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 first two, lose one, win the next two. I mean, you can only assume that's how the season would turn out. We make it to the second round, boom, everything everything works out. So maybe our draft sucks, and maybe the team's even worse the next year. But you know what, Mike? Steve Eiserman made it to the second round of the playoffs in his first year as GM in the Red Wings. Oh, and Danny DeKaiser doesn't get hurt. We get to see this whole season without DeKaiser getting hurt. Or I guess not the whole season, but once the playoffs start and we're in, boom, we get Danny DeKaiser. Which, which who knows? Maybe, uh... I mean, not that, again, like the entire season I've been arguing that we want to grin and bear for Lafreniere... But, um, you know, maybe it's easier to watch most of these games. Uh, maybe they're not all just complete, <laughs> you know, blowouts. Uh, more than half of them are blowouts. Um, but, yeah, so uh, a lot gets, of good to come out of that. It's nuts that, like, <laughs> so <laughs> just a quick reminder, in case you haven't looked at the math, the first place team in our, let me double check here, Ta-da. The first place team in hockey has a hundred points. Okay. The thirtieth team, thirtieth place in the NHL, has sixty-two points. The thirty-first team, our beloved Detroit Red Wings, has thirty-nine. Man, how nuts is it that like in the first week we got six of our thirty-nine points, and after that we've like got thirty-three more points. Woo! Wow. Well, so I think that that I think that kind of feeds into the number one time to stop the season, and that, oh, that's yeah. before the season even started. I like where, I like how you did that. <laughs> what a freaking nightmare this has been. Yeah. Um, a lot of that... a lot of points here to to kind of go off of. Um, I don't want to steal all your thunder here. Um, but I think. Ultimately, my favorite one is we don't have the worst season. Maybe, is this the worst season in Red Wing history? We'd have to go back. It's definitely got to be up there because it's historically one of the worst in the NHL. But I just want to make sure during the Dead Wing years, um, it wasn't up there. Well, oh, I mean, it's, uh, it's it's eyeball test comments. You know, this, this is easily the, the hardest season of, of Red Wings I've had to watch. So, I... <laughs> It's ugly. I mean, people were predicting we'd be at the bottom of the league, but nobody predicted this. You know? Right. Like, you, you mentioned, where are we at? Uh, 30, 39 points. We, like, 
for Vegas, we were still predicted to get above 70 points. Like, we'd still Ooh. finish in the bottom three teams, but we were going to hit 70. Like, j- this is awful. This is so bad. We are so bad. Now, of course, the asterisk on this in our 39 points will be it's only through, uh, what do we have, 71 games. So, I mean, shoot, even if we win... <laughs> <laughs> 11 games not still not doing great but um you know it, it's just this is this is historically bad so i i mean yeah play the eyeball test play the dead wings you know st- uh statistics test or just look at it and go 39 points this year good gravy um yeah, yeah. just all bad yeah one of my favorite points you made was um uh, uh as far as the value of some of the players, you know, with, with trades, because what you're doing usually is, you know, your uh, uh, their predicted value versus their actual value. And what stunk about this season is if, if only we'd made some of these moves before the season, because uh, then you would see what the actual value is. You know, maybe those those draft picks that we got for, you know, Andreas FNCU might, maybe would have been uh, late first rounder, something like that. Instead of, you know, we, we did okay at the deadline. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he got another season to kind of prove he is what he is. He, he only plays one half of the ice. Um, and luckily, you know, Eiserman still kind of swindled some value out of that. But it's one of those things where, like, draft picks and young guys, you know, they always sound better. And then you actually have these young guys play a season and they, they prove their actual worth. And then you're like, oh, man, now stop stop doing this. All right, let's get them off the ice, give them a fake injury, and then we'll try and trade them after that because you don't want them to prove the negatives. You just want to, you know, uh, predict the positives. So um, that was kind of a scary thing. But, Matt, it kind of hurt us in that regard, but it did maybe give us a building block going forward I, I don't know if anybody saw this coming would you do you like that trade-off there like um the value got for Athens to you because of the the proof but we did get to see that you know we might have something here in Robbie Fabry does that kind of offset in your eyes because you got draft picks plus Robbie Fabry well so it's it's gonna be hard to judge I think we're happy with Fabry I think if we all looked at it so like the season ends right uh before it even starts and then there's always this conversation of like um is, is the season gonna start again and, and does the NHL stop all contracts moving so even with all this trade value being kept for certain players is it even possible for us to move players um so then the, the Robbie Fabry thing is is tough because, um, you know, like if we could actually move guys and this team could super improve, uh, do does it matter if we have Robbie Fabry? Um, I, it's just there's there's so many moving parts. So I think I, I think we're all happy with with how that turned out. Um, but I, I wouldn't say I would trade. I would be satisfied with the way that this season turned out just because of Robbie Fabry. I think the the situation being what it is makes, you know, Fabry makes it easier to, to stomach. But uh, he's, yeah, he's he's not the game changer that's turning this team into a winner, obviously. So would I lose a Fabry to possibly have some different trade options? Yeah, I think I would. 
Uh, absolutely, because I said earlier today that I would drop a Stanley Cup so I could have 10 years of <laughs> competitive hockey moving <laughs> forward in the next season. So, yeah, of course I'd, I'd lose Fabry. <laughs> All right, well... Um, I mean, if you, yeah, if you feel differently, you can say, but I, I just, that's how I feel. I, I mean, it's, no, there... it's just cause, cause sometimes, you know, you're doing that. That's the whole magic of draft picks is there's the potential. There's the, the prospect of it turning out better, you know, than what you have right now. And it just, with Fabry, it was just, it was just kind of an, an odd, un, unexpected little surprise because he, he was that thing. He, he exceeded that, that value that we thought we were getting so um i mean this is potentially you know uh, uh you know a top six guy or an excellent you know top nine you know that would be really cool to be able to afford to have him on the third line um i put him at a middle six middle six all right i could i could stomach that um at best okay okay uh, let's see if we also cancel this season man um I don't know. This is kind of a smaller one, but it's that thing that we've kind of waffled between about uh, like taking care of players, you know, for their years of eligibility um, before they become restricted free agents. That'd be Zadina. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in an emergency situation here due to injury. My God, it felt like everybody on the team got injured outside of like Larkin. Um, Zadina had to come up probably a little bit sooner than the Red Wings uh, uh, typically prefer with their younger players. They kind of like to watch them blossom in Grand Rapids for, well, in, in most fans' opinions, for too long. Um, but he got to come up, you know, and Mantha went down and, uh, you know, he didn't embarrass himself for a young guy. You know, he put some pucks in nets. Um, you could definitely see the, the glimpses of, uh, you know, what's to come for this guy's future. Um, but, it, you know, it, it wasn't part of the plan, and that does mean that his restricted free agency is uh, one step closer, which, you know, a little bit of a negative, but uh, I think it's more of a, a microcosm and a bigger picture of what went wrong this season. It, it didn't feel like anything went according to plan. Yeah, I mean, uh, to, to talk about the Zadina thing, though, I think we all said, cool, we get to see him, but then him getting hurt, and, and we basically saw him for one month uh here in in uh, 2020 so it just kind of felt like we we only got like a few weeks past that that point where he he got through the the 10 games and then he got hurt so then it it is kind of like a wasted decision because we we didn't get to see him the rest of the year and we kept saying ah hopefully in these last 10 games we get to see him and mantha on the ice at the same time and we didn't get to see that so it and we we saw it uh but you know then we were making those oh well mantha's still hurt so this isn't 100 percent what this would look like so uh, with all that being said I, i feel like that's that might be one of the biggest positives is that that decision to take away that extra year of rookie contract eligibility um and and having that go out the window for what now looking back was a waste like it, it was something i think we were all okay with um but now it it obviously was a waste because what did we get out of it pretty much nothing we just had a guy for you know the 20 30 games he was up and then injuries and not getting to see him play with you know the a team all that mixed together just it just did kind of feel like we called him up for nothing so now that goes away i i think that one actually might be bigger than 
Um, like that probably could have been out of my list here of reasons that this would be good. That could be, that could be my A out of A through F. You know, yeah. um, that that actually <clears throat> it could be minor because where else are we going to spend money? You know, in the next few years because I. I make jokes about us trading a Stanley Cup for some playoff contendership, but uh, the likelihood that we'll be a playoff contender anytime soon, uh, slim to none. So we'll have money to throw around. So is it really going to kill us to pay Zadina a year early? No. But we didn't get too much out of making that decision, so it would, right. would be nice to have that back. Um, but yeah, so there, there's our list. Uh, if you guys are listening, please go to at uh, BOD Hockey. Let us know what, what you thought of the list. Um, I think maybe I'll make a graphic so everybody can see this, or maybe we'll do a poll so people can vote on um, which one of these they thought was, was the best or uh, which one they would prefer this coronavirus to kick in. Um, you know, probably one that uh, Red Wings fans would argue should be on this list, uh, so maybe it's an honorable mention. But uh, maybe just, you know, game 82. <laughs> So they get to watch all 82 games this year. I think uh, we definitely took a pessimistic view on uh, on what this season uh, has felt like. Uh, but yeah, that that's obviously one that's up there. Let let the boys play out the rest of the season, and coronavirus doesn't happen, <laughs> or or just eliminate the playoffs because we're not in it anyway. But uh, yeah, you'd have to go to at BOD Hockey to check all that out, and. Um, Go to at uh, HockeyPodNet to keep up with everything with the Hockey Podcast Network. And everybody, I, I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for your patience on us delivering uh, this content because I, I was super excited to talk about it. And obviously, look how far we went. We got, we're got we over 40 minutes on this episode. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. And everybody, have a great coronavirus-y, social distancing-y week. Bye! Hi everybody, this is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion, reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at BODpodcast.com, BrothersofDiscussion.com, find us on Twitter at BODpodcast, and of course we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States, the Brothers of Discussion are covering it, so if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody hey everybody matt from the discussion five and the brothers of discussion here to tell you about uh sweet new contest uh who doesn't like free stuff yeah come on we got a 200 dollars cool hockey gift card ready to go just for you let me tell you how we're working with tankathon and cool hockey and here's how it works you're gonna visit tankathon.com slash nhl and click sim lottery you're going to create a 15-team sim for the NHL Draft Lottery. What I want you to do is go ahead and keep clicking Sim Lottery until you get something that you think will be the most accurate to that lottery draft day. That's right. You can pick your favorites. You can pick the one that you think is most likely to happen. And if you're like me, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're probably just going to keep hitting Sim Lottery until it says Red Wings have the fourth pick. So with that being said, take a screenshot of that 15-team outcome. That's the one you are going to be submitting. 
post your entry and tag a friend and retweet on the post from either at HockeyPodNet or you can go ahead and post it when the brothers a discussion and the Discussion 5 post it at BOD Hockey. So you'll see a poster explaining all this on our Twitter and at HockeyPodNet. But most important part here for you to qualify, you must be following at HockeyPodNet, at Tankathon, and at Cool Hockey. All entries must be submitted by April 4th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. So remember, folks, if you want that $200 cool hockey gift card, visit Tankathon, screenshot your 15-team outcome, and then post your official submission with the corresponding Twitter post on BOD Hockey and at HockeyPodNet. Good luck, everybody.